Welcome to the Make One Day Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Jean. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower people to elevate their consciousness and activate their full potential. We share stories, ideas, and resources that support our listeners and their personal and professional growth by hosting meaningful conversations that spark aha moments. Laughing, learning, leveling up, all guaranteed. We'll be hearing from innovative thought leaders, CEOs, professional athletes, best-selling authors, musicians, and more as they share lessons they've learned along the way and ideas that can change the world. So pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Make One Day Happen podcast. I am so stoked to introduce you to my guest today. Melanie Peralta is a multidimensional millennial entrepreneur that is transforming and raising the vibration of the collective through mindset coaching, transformational events, and sound healing. She is also a mastery coach for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. She's impacted thousands of lives all over the world. Melanie is an artist and creator at heart who spent almost a decade in the music industry before stepping into the personal development industry. And she now blends her purpose and passions into all of her growth, promoting experiences and projects. She is the creator of Moving Mantra Project, Clear to Create Coaching, and Womanhood Wellness Weekend Retreats. Above all else, she is a fierce mama bear who is committed to playing her role in elevating and healing humanity for the future generations to come. Let's go. Uh, please welcome Melanie Peralta to the show. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> yes. Oh, Mel, welcome. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm so good. I'm a little under the weather, to be honest. I got the sniffles. So Ooh. if I'm sniffling a little bit, just. We got you. My body's in recovery. I'm healing. I right love now. it. That's a good place to be in. I'm so glad that you mm-hmm. made some time and space to jump on today. You guys, I am obsessed with this woman. I found her, we found each other in Phoenix, Arizona, of all places, uh, when Archipelago was alive and thriving and doing its thing. And Melanie was one of our very first practitioners in the space. She would offer her moving mantra, sound healings to the crew there, and we became fast friends, y'all. It was a real fast, like, oh yeah, I see you. We've done this before. Let's do this again. And I'm just really stoked to connect on a few different things with you today. But before we do, why don't you give us a little bit of like your Mel flavor? Give the give the listeners a little bit of who you are, your story, how you got to where you're at. And yeah, ready, set, go. Ooh, well, I always say, that who and how I am now and what I'm doing now, I've literally been set up for this for my entire mm. life. I am deeply, deeply in my, my entire life exists right now in the personal development industry on all levels. And I am a product of personal development from like, just seeing my mm. dad grow up around my dad, seeing him and his, he didn't know at the time it was his personal development journey. He didn't coin it that but I watched my dad transform his life so many times throughout my lifetime to constantly be the greatest version of himself so that he could be the the greatest father for me. And that influenced me so much on a subconscious level. I realize that now, um, that now all of my life consists of helping people live better, feel better, be greater so that they can contribute the greatest parts of themselves to themselves first and foremost, but to their children, to their friends, to their families, to the communities, and eventually the world. Um, I started out in the music industry. My dad was also like a huge supporter in that. I was in the music industry for almost a decade. I started really, really young. Um, That inevitably started to fall apart for me. And at the time, I thought it was the worst thing that could ever happen to me. But now, in hindsight, I see it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me um, because it led me down my my path of personal evolution that now you know I got into the personal development world after that and later on decided to blend the both worlds of personal development and music together which is when I birthed the moving mantra yes. project yeah I know so cool that that's like such a baby of mine um such a precious precious creation will you of explain mine. what it is just a little bit for our listeners yes Yes, so the Moving Mantra Project is 
sound healing music with a twist of pop culture. So what was really important to me and my team was that we created music that was intentionally produced with frequencies, um, hertz frequencies, binaural beats, isochronic tones, sounds of nature and life to activate certain parts of the brain, to put you in altered brainwave mm. states so that your subconscious could receive the mantra on a deeper level and just create a beautiful sensation of emotions while you're listening to it. But one of the things that I personally had experienced is that I wanted to listen to music that had a more meaningful message, but I also have a very specific taste and style yes. in music. And a lot of the conscious music that was out there just wasn't hidden for me, <laughs> yep. honestly. So that's why I say a twist of pop culture, because we wanted to make sound healing music cool. We wanted to make it so that when you listen to it, you don't even realize mm -hmm. that it's that it's deeply intentionally designed on a vibrational level to alter your state of being. You're just enjoying it. And it's just a vibe. Uh. So that's the Moving Mantra project. And from the Moving Mantra project, I then created the Moving Mantra sound healing journey, which is a live experience. It's a multi-sensory sound healing experience where I sing a lot of mantras live. And in between the mantras, I do a guided meditation to really take you on a journey. Mm -hmm. And I have a music partner who plays all of the instruments. And, shout uh, out, and we Momo. Let's give Momo a shout out. Shout out to Monique. Yeah, my, my sound sister, Monique Angelica. She is she has been an absolute angel throughout this process. She straight like, up is. I, angel on earth. Divine, like divine collaboration at its Love finest. Love so much. Honestly, like her and I barely knew each other when I brought her and I asked her to like create, bring this to life with me. I had the vision, but I just needed the right yeah. person with the right tools to come and bring their magic and she sure has and so the moving mantra project was created in the peak of the pandemic in 2020 and the moving mantra sound healing journey was birthed in 2021 the beginning of 2021 amazing i feel yeah. so honored to have experienced so many moving mantra live journeys with you it's truly transformational and i love what you said about um, not really noticing maybe the intention that's infused into it and that it's actually designed to take you to a higher frequency and vibration because it feels like there's so much of what's happening in the entertainment industry that is either just unconscious of what it's putting out into the world and the frequency and the vibrations or maybe it's even intentionally trying to keep us in a place um, that I just... I. Oh, I'm obsessed with what you're doing and creating more music that sounds good that I want to dance to that I want to like, actually like, feels like it gets you hype and all the things yet is so deeply intentional in lifting people up. It's beautiful, girl. It's beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Hey, yo, popping in real quick to tell you about my latest obsession, Lotus Way Flower Essences. Hear me out on this one. I have been using these daily since April and holy cannoli, I'm loving them. We met at an event in Arizona and they were like, hey, are you interested in experiencing more clarity, focus, and peace? And I was like, uh, hey, yeah, those are some of my favorite things that I help people find too. And I would always love more of that. So I've been using their elixir, their spray, and their oil. The elixir is my favorite. It's like a tincture that I put in my morning beverages and my water throughout the the day then I also miss myself down with their spray and of course anoint myself with their oil in the afternoon basically Lotus Way is a very easy way to add some nature back into your day breaking up some of the interference and negative effects of our digital lifestyles as a solopreneur living a downtown lifestyle I need all the easy nature support I can get y'all so this has been amazing like me you might be wondering WTF is a flower essence Sheena I did some research so we can all understand the difference between these and essential oils flower essences don't have a scent and they work through the acupuncture meridians. It's a liquid infusion of a flower or a plant's chi or life force, whereas an essential oil is distilled and extracted from the plant into a highly aromatic oil. So they have this super dope flower quiz that you look at the flower, see which one resonates most with you, which helps you figure out which of their remedies would be best for you. It's so much fun to take. Y'all know I love me a quiz. So if you want, you can head over to check them out at www.lotuswei.com forward slash slash one day and use the code do it now to get 25% off the month of August. That is a steal y'all. Now back to the show.
Yeah, for now, like when we first put out the project, I put it out via Patreon, but now I'm going to put it yes, on Spotify, you are. which we were talking about <laughs> recently. So I'm going to be putting it out on Spotify this year. So the mantra, the moving mantra project will be available to the public at some point this year. I haven't fully decided where my drop days are, but stay tuned. Can I put you on the spot right now and we share with everyone how angelic your voice is and maybe just like give them like a little taste of growth is my personal favorite one of yours. Like, would you sing just like a bar for us, please? I would, but I'm not feeling well okay. right now okay. and I, I have to do my mantras justice. Okay. I have to do one hundred percent. Otherwise, I absolutely okay. would. Uh, it's on Spotify. Yeah. Follow her. Make sure that you. It's on Spotify. Growth. We'll by link Melody it in the Peralta. show notes. We'll link it in the show notes, and it'll be and make sure that you've got a cozy little place to listen to it. Your heart is gonna explode. Headphones, Headphones for sure makes it an even more incredible experience. And um, yeah, I'm so excited for you to share more of that magic on Spotify this year. Me too. I'm I'm interested to see how people receive yeah. it. That's for um, sure. Well, is my guess. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's been on the receiving <laughs> end of it. I'm going to say they're going to receive it really fucking well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love that you talk often and a lot about personal impact and would love to let you just give you some space to riff on that, what that means to you and how that shows up both, you know, in your life as a mom. Uh, P.S. Y'all. Melanie has one of the coolest kids I've ever met. Hands down, Bakai. I really hope you're listening to this, bud. If so, I'm giving you a virtual high five right now. Um, so I'd love to, to hear your thoughts on personal impact as it relates to motherhood and family and legacy, as well as personal development and kind of all of the different avenues that you play in. So will you tell us some more about that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So again, just going back to what I shared in the beginning, like I'm a product of someone's personal impact. Both of my parents were drug addicts. I come from a very small town where the graduating class every year is like 30 people. Mm -hmm. Very small. Everyone knows everybody. My mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family is all from that town. And in small towns when there's nothing to do, a lot of people end up on drugs. So that's how my parents ended up. My mom didn't get clean until you know I was a teenager but my dad ended up going to prison 11 days after I was born and once he was in prison and he was like oh my god like I have this daughter you know I have this daughter and I'm I'm in jail and I'm a drug addict and all this stuff and you know he he devoted himself to his personal impact because he was finally aware of what his personal impact was when he got out of prison and he saw you know, how I was living with my mom being a meth addict and he wanted to take me out of that. And so again, I'm a product of someone's personal impact. And if we really, really look at things, each and every one of us are products of somebody's personal impact. And a lot of us, you know, me, especially me, like that personal impact wasn't always great. You know, having a meth addict as a mother for most of my life was not a powerful impact on me. I had a lot of healing to do later on in my life, but I knew that I had a personal impact when I got pregnant with Vakai, but even before I got pregnant with Vakai, I knew how to, I had a personal impact as an artist mm. because when I was in the music industry, before I first had my awakening, before I first had my expansion, I was making music just whatever the labels asked me to make, you know, party hits, pop culture songs, all of that. At that time, I was unaware of the energetic contribution to society and the culture via music. I, I didn't know about that impact yet. Ooh. Yeah, and and once I became aware of that, that was even before I even got pregnant, I was like, I need to create different music because my music is like, it is leaving an energetic mm. imprint on whoever hears it. So I started writing different music and that didn't go well for me because the, the my producers didn't want the, the, that type of music. The labels didn't want that type of music. And so... I slowly stopped going to the studio. I slowly was just like no longer inspired to make what they wanted me to make. They're like, that sounds cool, Mel, but that's not what's going to sell. So we need you to like pump out some party hits, mm. you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I knew my personal impact in music, made that shift, got pregnant, realized my personal impact with my son really turned it up a notch in motherhood, refined myself, did a lot of healing for myself. Because again, I didn't grow up with a mom 
So I could have told the story of like, I don't know how to be a mom because I never had mm-hmm. a mom. And, you know, I I could have went down that path of victim and woe is me. But again, just like my dad, so grateful I always had that example. I'm in charge of my energy. I'm in charge of my personal impact on in my life and on the life of the people around me, especially my son. And so I did the work. You know, I did the work and I showed up as a powerful mother. And because I was showing up as such a powerful mother and I was a happy, healthy, healed, more healed version of myself, then I started leading women. I started my women's organization. Mm -hmm. I started throwing events. It grew insanely. It grew a life of its own. I didn't ever even start it as to be a business or thinking I was an entrepreneur. I truly just started it from the level of personal impact, knowing I learned this information, I had applied it to my life, I changed my life, and I see so many other women out there who are having children who need this information so that they can positively impact their families and these cycles don't get repeated. I tell you to drop your mic, but don't do that because we need it for the rest of the show. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so then I did that, you know, and and the women's organization, again, it grew a life of its own. In a matter of just a couple years, we had hundreds of women coming to my annual event, which was like crazy. And um, then 2020 came and was like, sorry, you can't do live events anymore. That was the basis of my, yeah, that was the basis of my entire company, you know, live events, live events. But at that time, right when 2020 hit and I couldn't do my live event anymore, I got hired to work for Tony and Dean, which allowed me to amplify my personal impact even more because I was put into an arena that expanded me, which is why it's so important that each and every one of us put ourselves into arenas and spaces and places with people that expand us because then my personal impact was magnified and amplified. Oh, so then I work, I I still work for them. I mean, (laughs) legends. Fucking legends, like straight up yeah, legends. Yeah, literally. Um, if y'all don't know Tony Robbins literally. and Dean Graziosi, like go do a Google search. <laughs> You'll be like, what? Okay. Yeah, Tony Robbins literally invented the coaching industry. Yeah, he, like, literally. He has been just, yeah, a grandfather of the industry that we're in and uh, totally, totally paved the way. Totally. And I think Dean, I, what I love about Dean is how he's actually come at it from more of like a real estate perspective and recognize that there's like yeah. so many industries that can benefit from a lot of the same lessons, ideas, materials, and how they've come together as a powerhouse. Um, what an incredible team to be a part of and to support and to learn from those freaking giants. Like, yes. Yeah. So rad. Yeah. Very, very expansive to say the least. (laughs) I I also really love what you said uh, and want to like go back and just like really call out and maybe um, from your perspective, share a little bit more that piece around recognizing and it's that choice, right? You were talking about how, yeah, you could have chosen the narrative of like, woe is me. I don't have a blueprint for how to be a mom, like choosing to stay stuck in that energy of resentment or I don't know what I'm doing, et cetera. And you chose the different path, right? You chose, like, as you just said, to show up and do the work. And so for someone who might be listening, who um, maybe is not at that point, but is also recognizing, okay, there are some things that I'd love to shift in my life. There are um, some patterns I see repeating in my family that I don't want to continue to repeat. Like, what advice would you give that person that's really just starting out and figuring out what is it, like, what is the work and where do they need to start? Well, I think what's really important is that we all get to fully acknowledge the pain and the trauma and the the things that we've gone that things that we've gone through. I'm totally not into bypassing anything. I'm totally not into saying like, you know, just just think positive and and just just do it. Da, da, da. Like, no, sometimes there is some deep work that has to be done first. You know, they say in order to get to the light you must first get light. And that means you're heavy. If you're heavy, you can't get light. And if you're heavy, you can't get lighter and you can't get to the light. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Okay, so we have to to get less dense. We first have to be able and embrace, okay, 
where am I? Where am I a bit traumatized? Mm. You know, where, where, where do I have some healing? What parts of me need more mm. love? And, and be able to take ownership of that part, that part of the journey, because we weren't responsible for the things that happened to us. You know, we weren't, we, we didn't have a lot of choices in, in our childhood and things like that, but we do, we have it yeah. now. And so first and foremost, we do get to say, this wasn't cool. What happened to me wasn't cool. What I went through wasn't cool. Like what, you know, how I grew up actually really damaged me the way that my parents showed up or the way that my siblings showed up or what I had or what I didn't have that did affect mm. me. And now as a grown adult, I have the privilege and the opportunity to do something about that to devote myself to my healing, to my growth, to my personal development, to releasing those things in whatever form that looks like for you. There's so many modalities. There's so many ways of healing. There's not just one way of healing. It's not just a linear one-way process. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's important that we do first acknowledge that because what a lot of people do is they try to just like, that doesn't matter. This is who I am now. And then it all catches up with them mm -hmm. later. So acknowledge the shit, then move into the process of cleaning the shit up <laughs> and dealing with it, okay? I like have, I've used the dirty then, diaper analogy in the past. I'm not even a mother. And it's like, first we got to like say like, okay, yeah, there's a smell here. There's a dirty diaper to change. And then you get to actually change totally, it, right? Totally, yes. 1,000%, yes. You can sit in the stench if you want that is you a choice get mushy and mushy, <laughs> yeah, or you, that's a choice yeah or you or you could clean it up you could take some steps to clean it up and you can ask for support you can you can yeah you don't have to do it all by yourself in fact you probably shouldn't do it all by yourself there's there there may be parts of your path that require you to to sit in some solitude but you, you get to lean on community. You get to lean on family and friends. And if you don't have family and friends, you get to find new yes. ones. I, the people, the archipelago, yo, we built yo, that. That is truly one of the biggest, I think, blessings. I mean, there were so many blessings from that chapter of our lives. And to be able to co-create community where people were allowed to be witnessed in their journey, wherever they were at, they were welcomed and they were witnessed in that being seen in your humanity as you're moving through it and evolving through it is one of the fastest fucking ways to alchemize your healing straight up. Like just, it is right. find people who are doing the work as well and join them be vulnerable around them and allow yourself to be seen and receive that gift in return, I think is absolutely one of just a big piece of healing that sometimes gets overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, so much of that comes down to us not really knowing our nature, mm -hmm. forgetting our nature. Humans are naturally instinctively community oriented beings from you know, ancient civilizations, they existed in tribes. Yeah. There was never, nobody would ever just lived life alone. That's just not how it worked. Like you're not meant to live alone. You're, I always tell people, you're not a sea turtle. <laughs> you don't just come out of the egg and go into the ocean and you can just, you just know what to do and you're just out there and you're fine. Like uh, an infant can't survive without community, yeah. tribe, family. And that's just how we're wired. Mm. So I think that's a big piece that um, people either they forget it or they know it, but they don't have it. And then that's where they stop yeah. instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to go online like you can find anything these days. I'm going to go online and look for a woman's circle. I'm going to go online and look for a men's circle. I'm going to look for a retreat. I'm going to look for a coach. I'm going to look for a mentor. It, especially Yo. right now, the personal, <laughs> the personal development industry is booming. Like, and I love that. I love that so much. I tell people all the time, like, uh, if, if you want to step into sound healing, you want to step into breath work, you want to step into coaching, you want to step into any of that stuff, but you're, someone's telling you, like, everybody's a coach, everybody does sound healing. Well, great, we need more of it. Nobody says that when it comes to other industries like barbers and nail techs right. and stuff like that. Why? Because there's a lot of heads <laughs> to cut, but there's also a lot of hearts to yes. heal. There's a lot of minds change there's a lot of people to support 
So this industry, it's, I was just, I was on a, a podcast interview a couple of days ago saying the personal development industry is an industry just rooted in making people mm-hmm. better. Like how freaking cool so is rad. that? How cool is that? I know. This is our life. <laughs> this is our this life. This is our life. And when we, I think that's a, the beautiful thing about being a coach or on the other side, a facilitator in that role, I'm held accountable, right? Like I know, like I, for me, it's this checks and balances. It keeps me in my work. It keeps me evolving. It keeps me leveling up so that I can continue to serve and give and be more for my clients, which is just, it's just accelerating human evolution of consciousness, which is everything. It's everything. Have you ever read the Celestine Prophecy? I haven't read the book, but I did see the movie. Really? I, I heard the, the movie and got nothing on the okay, book, Okay, I haven't obviously. seen the movie, so I can't speak but to But I did see the movie. Yo, like that, yeah, I saw the, the book movie. is next level. And it's really, I don't know if the book or the movie translates the book as well. However, it's really about starting to lean into each other, pour into each other in order to get humanity on the right track. Like we're going to have to yeah. lean more into exactly what we're talking about doing right now, right? Like breath work, sound healing, all of the things, let automation take over. I know a lot of people are really scared about automating things in life. And actually, if we let automation happen and we let some AI come in, that actually frees us up to do work like this a lot more than some of the other tasks that are jobs and happening in the world that can be taken over by something else, right? Then we get to start to evolve what it is that we're doing with each other and push that at a different pace. Y'all haven't read The Celestine Prophecy. <laughs> I love that perspective, yeah. Sheena. I hadn't really thought about it like that, but that's true. I, I wrestle with AI and Web3 and everything a lot, to be honest, and trying to wrap my head around it, understand it. Like, what are the pros? What are the cons? And I bring myself constantly back to that theme from that book because, uh, yeah, we do need more people doing this work. We do need more people leading this work and being in the work if we want to put ourselves on a trajectory where things turn out well for planet Earth and its and its inhabitants. Yeah. Uh, I actually think this is actually a pretty good way to segue. One of my, okay, so y'all obviously have Melanie's handles and all how to find her, all the things in the show notes and wherever you're watching clips from this. It's Melanie Peralta. And when I tell you that she is one of my favorite accounts on the internet, it is truth because she speaks truth. She literally speaks truth. She's willing to use her platform in a way that a lot of people aren't. She's been kicked off. She's been shadow banned because she's speaking truth out here. So uh, one of the beautiful things about having a podcast, we can say whatever the fuck we want to on here. And we can talk about things that we don't have to worry about the same sort of censorship uh, that other platforms have. So I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about that journey, what it's been like speaking truth on your own platform and maybe go down some rabbit holes that you feel like are important for people to kind of start to shift or reconsider perspectives on. Well, it's really important in the healing process of humanity that we are willing to look at the shadows. We are willing to look at the darkness. We can never truly heal the planet and and fix society and culture in the world if we're completely unwilling to look at and acknowledge and even dig into and dive into the shadow of our planet, the shadow of this world. And uh, this this really drove me crazy, like in 2020 when so much of the the things were happening in the world and so, so a lot of information was starting to come up and we'll dive deeper into that. But um, it was just driving me crazy seeing light workers and coaches and personal development people getting mad at people for sharing dark truths, mm. saying you know, you're creating fear and you're perpetuating low vibrational energies and things like that. And I think that's a really naive way to look at it because just like I said right now, when it comes to personal impact, we have to first look at our shadow. We have to first look at our own darkness. And the same thing applies on a global scale. And sometimes those things are just so dark and evil that we'd rather ignore them, not realizing that that's a massive part of the problem. And I've been there 1000%. I remember when I first moved to Hollywood, um, 
I, uh, this was at the beginning of my spiritual awakening and I was in like pure positivity. I don't want to hear anything negative. No one say anything. I don't want to say anything negative. I was in like pure positivity, naivety phase. No bad vibes. That. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like don't bring that over here. But I hadn't, you know, the deeper you go, the more you can hold. And back then I was still at such a shallow level of my journey that I was just like, I had a friend of mine who also had a lot of deep connections in the industry. And when I was moving to Hollywood, he was like harping on me so badly. You need to be careful out there. Like, please be careful out there. Hollywood is very satanic. Like, I don't want you to fall into any, you know, any, any bad circles Like, you have no idea what goes on over there. He was telling me, like, they sacrifice children and there's a lot of pedophilia. And I was like, at the time, I was like, first of all, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Second of all, don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear about that. That's not what I that's not what I want to focus on right now. And I let it be that. Years later, you know, I start waking up, start having my spiritual awakening and I start seeing things in the industry or just in world and culture. And I start digging down my own rabbit holes. Um, the guy who actually shared that information with me and told me I needed to be careful was actually really, really good close friends with a major whistleblower that ended up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. He did not mm-hmm. commit suicide. He ended up committing suicide and for those of you that that, are only listening yeah yeah commit suicide he was a huge whistleblower um and he went on youtube he was a famous actor he was in thor and a bunch of other movies and um, his name was isaac cappy and um you can probably still find him on youtube or online like if you search his name you could find the videos that he was putting out before he died And he was just airing it all out. He was just airing like the parties that go down in Hollywood, who attends them, who does what. He dropped a lot of names and then he ended up dead. And when that happened, like it was so close to home for me because it was my close friends, one of his close friends. And he was tripping out like he was scared. He was scared because he was like, I was just with that dude. I was just with him last week. Like I'm like. I feel like I feel like I got to worry for my life now. You know, it was just it was so close to home to me that I was just like, bro, what's happening? And he's like, I tried to tell you I tried to tell you this years ago when you first moved to Hollywood. And this is like five years later, like way later when this is happening. He's like, I tried to tell you like, you know, and so then because that happened, then I started I was like, okay. I'm digging into this and I dug into it. And that's another thing too, is like, it's so far fetched to people. It's so, it's not close to home Mm -hmm. for people. So they don't have that experience where they're like, okay, let me take this serious for a second. A lot of people aren't willing to say, hold on. A lot of people aren't willing to get the word conspiracy theory out of their Mm. mind and just say, let me look into this for myself. Let me do some of my own research and just see what's up, you know? And when I did that, like, first of all, if you have the skills to go and find your ex-boyfriend's cousin's girlfriend, who's <laughs> <da-da-da-da>, yes. <laughs> which I know y'all have, if you can do that, you can go online and find some serious truths that will rock your world and make you have a completely different perspective of what is happening out there in society, culture, and entertainment especially. Mm. And that's what happened to me. And so, yeah, I went down those rabbit holes and I found some some real, real fucking facts, like things that were on, you know, the FBI.gov vault online and just doing research of people in politics and their background and where they come from. Like I, w- I was pretty curious about what all of this is and what's really, really going on. And, and here's why. Because to me, I looked at it like, if these are some of the biggest, most powerful people in the world and society and the industries, they're the ones that are shaping the culture because of their influence yep. 
and look at who they are. Look at it. If, if that's who that is and that's what they're doing, if the Clintons are doing this, if, you know, Jeffrey Epstein is connected to the royal family and all of this stuff, then, like, these are the people who are running and uh, running and ruling our world. And this is really important that we figure out who the heck they really are and what they're really mm-hmm. up to, you know, because there's a layer of that. And once you wake up to that, once you see that, you see how it's deeply embedded into every element of society. There's a reason why all of the major aspects of life from food, from pharma, from education, from entertainment are inherently flawed and do not truly support the greater good of humanity. There's a reason it was designed that way. When you think about it as a parent, as a parent, I'm responsible for life. As a government, as rulers, you're responsible for all the lives. But as a parent coming from a pure place of love, I am not letting you drink that poisoned water. I'm not letting you eat that poisoned food. I'm not letting you watch this dark, evil stuff that's going to ruin your mind. I'm not letting you do that because I'm coming from a place of love and I truly care. Mm. But when you see a world and a society and a culture that is intentionally doing those things... You have to know that it's rooted in darkness. It's rooted in evil. And we need to be willing to wake up to that. You know, the, the Super Bowl just happened. And like sports in general, entertainment in general, it, it wasn't designed to just entertain you. It was designed to keep your mind occupied. Even like the television, if you look online and you go to the government website where the patents are, the government uh, patents, and you look up the television, it was never designed for pictures and films and entertainment. It was designed, it says this on the patent, the US.gov patent, it says that it was designed to manipulate the nervous system. Oh, that intention of the television. I have literally told people this a lot. I was just talking about this recently. Like when you're watching television, your brain, your brain waves are dropping down into alpha and theta levels, which are subconscious programming access is what you're giving the television straight up. Like you are being hypnotized, Mm -hmm. which is why you dream about what what you watch watch because the dream state is the subconscious. And I, I will say there are some phenomenal shows out there. Obviously I think there's actually some really important films, documentaries, um, series that are important for us reeducating and, and shifting narratives. However, most of that shit is trash and it is part of the fucking program and the matrix that they want us all still plugged into. So please y'all, if anything, just start to be really conscious about what you're consuming on the television, knowing that like you are literally going into a hypnotic state when you watch television and you are absorbing all of the energy that the vibrations, the frequency that is coming from that program. So if it is not a conscious situation Or it could be consciously manipulated, not in your favor. Like, please pay attention to your TV. Girl, I am so glad that you went down. I had no idea that is about the patent. That's that's wild. Some wild shit. This is why I hang out with Melanie Peralta, y'all, because I learned some really important (laughs) things every time I sit down and connect with this woman. Yeah, man. It's um, my hunger for truth. Like... You know, I've learned a lot of things already. Like some, I do have to take a break sometimes, but like my hunger for truth, even when it first started, even when I first had my spiritual awakening, like my hunger for truth is pretty relentless. And and like, I want to know what's up because it's, I feel like me knowing what's really up, I can live accordingly because everyone goes through their phases. It's like, once you wake up to the reality and the truth of the water's poison, the food's poison, the entertainment's this and all of that, it's like there's some natural human rage and anger that's like, what the, like, why are they doing this? Right. It's like, F the world, you're so mad. And you get to be, you get to, you get to be angry for a little while once you realize the truth of the delusion that we've all been living in for a right. long time. You know, you feel the anger and you get past it. You're like, okay, but I am here. And I am in it. And this is what it is right now. So with that being said, what am I going to do? 
how am I going to live? How am I going to show up? What am I going to contribute that's not going to fuel and feed this paradigm and this frequency? What am I going to do? What am I going to build? What am I going to create that's contributing to a shift in awakening the masses, healing the masses, loving the masses, supporting the masses in hopes that we can continue to raise our vibration Mm -hmm. so that more and more people wake up to the delusion and the illusion because I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this will not last forever. The, The dark empire will absolutely fall and it already is starting to. It's already starting to crumble. It's inevitable. On a DNA genetic level, humans are evolving. Consciousness is evolving. And I think personally, this is my personal conspiracy theory. Give it to us. (laughs) I personally... I personally believe that humans, just like everything else, like the natural process of evolution, we're we're evolving genetically. Our DNA, our bodies, and our consciousness is evolving. And because of that, if the more we evolve, the more conscious we become, the less we can be controlled. And so I I truly believe that the reason why there's always spraying things in our air and our water is dirty and our food is toxic and our clothes are poison, like it... I can't even watch things on Instagram anymore. It's like everything is bad for you. But I feel like there's this very intentional suppression to suppress the human DNA so that we can't evolve genetically and vibrationally and spiritually and consciously because if we, not if we, when we do, we can no longer be controlled in the same way. And so it's just like, it's a war on consciousness. It's a, it's a war on your mind. It's a war on your emotions. It's psychological, biological, and spiritual warfare right now. We are in a phenomenal time in humanity. And um, we're, we're going into a different age, like astrologically. We just got out of like a 13,000 year age. And we're naturally, astrologically, supposed to be going into a lighter and brighter age. And it's like, sorry, your time's up, homie. It, <laughs> I, you are just throwing out fire right now, Mel. And I, I believe that our responsibility starts with the individual, right? Like we can't change fully as a collective until we start to do the work within ourselves. And so for you that are listening, that's where we have to for those that are listening, for those that are wondering like, Oh shit, like what do I start to do? You start to work on your nervous system and you start to work on your mindset. Like those are the two pieces that are most impacted by all of these systems. And once you start to rebuild your nervous system and teach it that it's safe within its own body, you start to loosen the grips of fear that our society is coming at us from every angle. Once you start to realize that you are not your fucking thoughts, that most of your thoughts were programmed into you by things that no longer serve you and that you can change them, then you really start to get into your your sovereignty and your autonomy as a human being on this planet. And you get to start making different choices, you get to start living through a different vibration and frequency and changing and helping elevate that vibration that Mel's talking about to help us continue to evolve our consciousness as a species. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yo, okay, so what are you creating to support this, right? Like, let's talk about your projects that you've got coming up. I know you've got some good things in the works. I know we're going to see each other at a big fun event here soon. So let's, let's give the people some places to find you and ways to like go deeper with you given to us. Yeah. So with all of that being said, us taking ownership of our life, us realizing our power, us realizing that we can impact things on a micro level to eventually affect the macro level. I have a two-day virtual summit coming up on February 25th and 26th. It's called New Era Influence. It's amplifying people and platforms with purpose. And the focus and the goal of it of it is to reclaim the word influence and influencer back to its rightful mm. owners, aka the people who are positively impacting humanity and the world as a mm. whole. And it's also reminding you that no matter what, how many followers you have, no matter how many likes you get, no matter how much your engagement on social media is, each and every one of us have influence. Mm. Just like you were saying right now, it has to start with us. If we want to change the world, as cliche as it sounds, I'm mad that it's even a cliche now. Like it should just be an OG truth. 
Like it is not even a cliche. It's just an OG I'm truth of it does have to smell you. In the mirror. In the mirror. Oh, we got a little, we got a little bitty from her. Yeah. We got a little bitty. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, um, for the New Era Influence two-day virtual summit, I'm just bringing on a bunch of amazing creators and artists and innovators and leaders and healers who have tapped into the truth of their power and their energetic influence and are, you know, stepping into different industries from the music industry to the food industry to chiropractic industry to the medical, you know, medical industry, people who are in all of these different industries. And they have noticed that these industries are inherently not rooted in righteousness and not rooted in truth. And they're devoting their lives. They're devoting their missions, their businesses, their daily practices to contributing truth and light and and just giving a different perspective and so i'll give you an example of one of our speakers we have a a speaker named futuristic Mm -hmm. he's a rock rapper slash entrepreneur dad husband and he's like one of the one of the first independent artists of the social media era to really really utilize social media Mm -hmm. to blast off as an artist um, and not go through the labels. And he has created a company called Indie Amplify that supports independent artists and gives them a la carte services Dope. that are, yeah, a la carte services that are adjacent to what you would receive from a record label, except you don't have to sign a record deal. You don't have to sign a deal at all. You just pay a la carte for each of these services and it supports you along the way. So not only is he innovating the music industry to empower the independent artists, but he's truly devoted his life and his music and his art to talking about, you know, and being an awesome husband, being an awesome dad, still being a rock star and still being a dope dude, but prioritizing, you know, like, good values and not glamorizing being drunk or wasted or popping pills and things like that. Like he's fully aware of his influence on the culture and rap influence on the culture. And he's like, yo, that shit's not cool anymore. This is what we're doing now. And everything that he does is a representation of that. And so that's a new era influencer in my opinion. So we just have a bunch of him and a bunch of other versions who are going to be taking the stage. We're going to be doing live Q&As and interviews. And it's going to be epic. Like if you know that you are meant to contribute your energy, your energetic imprint in a more powerful way, and you're still wanting to figure out exactly what that looks like for you, come and check out New Era Influence. Listen and learn from the people who are already doing it in multiple arenas of life and come and amplify it yourself in that way. Tap into some of your New Era Influence. I'm telling y'all, Melanie knows good people. She knows how to throw events online and real life. You will be blessed as I'm sure you can already tell by spending more time around her energy. She is incredible. Um, where, where else can people find you? Do you have any movie mantra projects coming up for live events? Yeah. So, I mean, right now I'm really focused on the summit. I don't have plans for any other events right right now but if you follow me on instagram at it's melanie peralta underscore i post all of my events all everything that i've got going on when i'm releasing music it'll be shared on there um you can also check out my website for upcoming events on melanieperalta.com all of my stuff will be up there too so my website and instagram is so where you can really find there's me also um, an opportunity in tucson arizona if y'all, oh, oh snap. snap, we got to yes. tell the people real quick about Soul Revival. Uh. Soul Revival is an event that's being put on um, by Source Chiropractic and Kairos Training Culture, and it is a whole thing. Mel and I went last year and had the best weekends, like literally, like when Soul Revival is I'm one right of next. the more perfectly named events because I left with a revived soul and my soul really fucking needed it at that time. Me too. Um, so there's, they've got an incredible yeah, lineup as far as speakers. They've got live chiropractic adjustments, incredible vendors, breath work, sound, ecstatic dance, cacao. Like they have got it all going on. It's a two day event now this year. And Mel will be performing. I'll be there performing, facilitating. She'll be singing. She'll be, you'll get to hear the angelic voice. So that's April 29th and 30th. We'll throw that link down in the show notes as well. So um, I do know that's one place live that you'll be able to track her down. But please, please, please follow Mel. 
um, to stay in the loop with her, y'all. I promise your your Instagram feed is about to get a whole ass upgrade. Are you on TikTok? Me either. Me either. No, I, I, I couldn't. I, I like in my dreams, I, I'm on TikTok. I tried. But, I tried, but I was like, this oh, goes against man, my soul. I, I feel like you TikTok would love you, though. I feel like TikTok would really. I feel like. I know, I know. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot, but it's just it's an energetic thing, and you know. respect out of for all of that. So, last question that I always yeah. ask my guests is uh, I'm big on gratitude and I have a daily gratitude practice that every night before I fall asleep, mm-hmm. I think of the three mm-hmm. things from the last 24 hours that I am the most grateful for and get really specific and juicy with it. So, I'd like to hear one thing from the last 24 hours like what are you grateful for and why? Like, what is it about that thing that just makes you so grateful? I am so, so deeply grateful mm. for my son. I'm really, really grateful for Vakai, truly. Like, as a mom, you spend so much of your life and their life, like, taking care of them. And then they get to a, a point, and even in, he's seven, and, like, he's already taking care of me in ways. And, yeah, and, like, this morning when it was time to wake him up, I always like lay in bed with him for a little bit before it's time to wake him up. And I'm laying in bed with him and I, 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 I regularly need nurturing. Like that's a big thing in my life that mm. I've never had. So I realized as an adult, like I've, that's been my biggest need my whole life and I still need it. And I get so much oh. of it from Vakai. And I'm laying there with him and he starts like rubbing me and he's rubbing this part on the side of my body and he's just rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it. And as he's rubbing it, it like releases a noise and it felt like such a relief. Like he was, it felt like he, like he literally was moving some energy around in there for real. And he just... He just kept rubbing my body and these little noises were coming out of all the areas that he was rubbing. It was just so funny. But I just, he he just, he does it out of love. He just loves his mom mm. so much that he wants to rub me because oh. <laughs> I lay with him. And I, that, dude, I laid there and I was just like, oh, I love my son He so is much. truly one of the sweetest souls mm-hmm. and it's easy to see why he loves his mom so much. It's very <laughs> easy to see that. And um, I am just, I'm so grateful for you. Please give Bakai a huge hug for me when you get back to seeing him. And I, will. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Y'all go check out Melanie at it's Melanie Peralta underscore. We'll link everything about her in the notes. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mel. I just adore connecting with you. Mwah. I love you. Love you so much. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap. We want to hear from you guys. So tag at make one day happen on Instagram and share your biggest aha moment or one thing you can take from this episode and put into action today. If you're ready to go to the next level, I'm currently taking on new one-on-one coaching and team development clients. Head over to www.makeonedayhappen.com to learn more and book a free breakthrough session with me. Your word of mouth is wildly appreciated in helping us share these conversations with the world. I get so many of my podcasts I listen to for my friends' recommendations. So if anything resonated with you today, send it to someone else who you think would like it too. I know that every podcast out there asks you to subscribe and leave a review, and that's because it really helps us get these shows out there. So please go hit that subscribe button, leave us a review. We know you've got a lot of choices when it comes to picking a podcast out there to listen to, so we're so grateful you chose us. Until next time, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.